Hi there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to yet another cracking installment of the Matt Brown Show. Today, we're going to be talking about you and specifically questions that uh, I've received on the various channels that I've been putting content out on. Um, and these questions, I think, are really relevant. They've been selected by my team as well. Um, so I'm going to dive into some of your questions and really hope to give you a perspective um, and some answers that can help you on your entrepreneurial journey. So the first one here is from Dale, and he says, what drives you to start and exit a business? So um, your motivations will change when you start a business versus exiting or selling. So when you start a business, it's usually for personal reasons. You have some kind of ambition, some kind of calling, some kind of goal that you want to set out for yourself. You want to be financially independent or financially free. Um, but these are personal reasons, you know, like for me, I was in crippling debt uh, when I was young and, uh, you know, I wanted to get out of debt, you know, so for me, I wanted to provide more for myself. I wanted to contribute uh, to uh, the world around me. I wanted to follow my passions. These are all very personal motivations. Uh, but when you sell a business, it's very different. So for me personally, it's all about financial reasons. So I want to uh, have a liquidity event that will allow me to be wealthy and then take that money and then acquire new businesses or uh, um, or to invest them in uh, financial instruments that will give me a return or just take time off. Because I think in many cases, uh, when you're in the trenches taking grenades every day, you don't actually lift your head up to, um, you know, to see what you really need to see. Um, and so selling is for me a very personal thing also, but the driver is financial. So I want to be rich and I want, you know, time off as an example, so that I can look at other businesses and look to make a difference in other ways. So what's important as an entrepreneur is always to be in touch with yourself and to really um, understand, you know, what are your motivations at any given point in time? So for instance, should you sell now or should you sell later? Um, and so I unpack, you know, exit strategies and why you need an exit strategy as an entrepreneur from day one um, in a, another video. So check that out on the YouTube channel, but thanks for the question, Dale. The next question is uh, from Sarah. She says, love your videos, a massive fan of your book as well. So wanted to know if there is a second book coming and what would it be about? Um, so yes, there is a second book coming uh, It's called million dollar principles. Uh, these are principles that I've used to build multiple million dollar businesses, um, and exit them as well. Um, and so this is really an evolution of the first book, but going much deeper into, um, you know, the how. So building, if you can build a million dollar business, the idea is, is that you're in the top 10% of all companies in the US listed or non-listed. That's a really amazing stat, right? Just to get to a million dollars just shows you how small um, the other 90% of the business market is. Um, and so if you can get to a million dollars, this is really where you can start to create financial freedom for yourself. And this is why the Million Dollar Principles book is so important to me, but also to, um, you, know, to you, um, Sarah, and also to the world uh, around us. You know, all these entrepreneurs who are looking to build the things that really matter to their customers and the world around them. So these are real world principles that I've applied multiple times, so they're proven to work. Um, and so I'm packaging them all into a book. I've started to release some of the content on uh, YouTube. You can check it out uh, on the YouTube channel called Million Dollar Principles. Uh, just have a quick search and check it out there. There's already 12 videos, part of the first series. There's another 12 coming. Uh, we're actually doing the, the recording on uh, later this week. So check that out. 
So the third question here is from Jareem. I think I'm pronouncing it right. He says, hi, Matt. I'm currently studying business and marketing. I would love to own a boutique agency someday. In most of your videos, you talk about business plans not being necessary, whereas I am currently doing a paper on why that is important. Um, I would love to know more about business plans and why they don't work in the real world. So thanks, Jareem. Uh, business plans are great. I mean, if you want to start a boutique agency, fantastic. Um, but you must just remember that they're an exercise in theoretical thinking. They're, no business plan has survived first contact with the customer. So what you really need to um, use a business plan process for, because it is a process, is to really distill your thinking. So all these ideas that you have about what your business could be and how you're going to service the customer – how are you going to build product or commercial models, all that stuff? How are you going to go to market? They're great. Um, uh, it's a great process to distill your thinking into, into a distinct structure. But remember that a business plan, um, well, the market doesn't care about your business plan, right? They really don't care. And so what you need to do is keep um, your plan from, or you need to adapt your plan to the real world. So as you are executing, you need to continually revisit your plan to make sure that what your assumptions were about uh, the business and who the customer will be and the problem it will solve and how it will make money and all these things, um, you know, you need to take that feedback and then adapt your, your plan in real time. Uh, but the plan that you go to market with, you know, when you hit save <laughs> on your business plan is not what's going to happen in the real world. So you must be careful um, about assuming that, you know, if you take uh, a commercial model, for instance, you make gross assumptions. For example, you say, you know, in month one, we made $100,000 and I'm going to drag that cell across on Excel um, and uh, I'm going to make $1.2 million after the first year. Well, the answer is no, you're not. You're definitely not. <laughs> so that's a massive assumption. So what you want to do, um, as I say, is uh, be flexible, right? So everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth, to quote Mike Tyson. And when you're going to... Uh, to uh, essentially fight or go to war uh, as this is the analogy that I use to essentially, um, you know, uh, represent what a business owner actually goes through. It's just literally like going to war, but without uh, shooting bullets. So you're going to get punched in the face very, very hard every single day. Um, and so a plan, you know, it's, uh, it's something that you need to be flexible with. So just keep that in mind. Next question here is from Tabi. Do you think the resignation trend in the U.S. will reach South Africa? Um, I hope it does. Um, and the reason why I say that is because um, is because the more – I think what's happening here is part of the work culture, basically. Um, and in many cases, people are recognizing that, thanks to COVID and being retrenched and laid off and all these things, that being employed isn't exactly a future fit idea as much as it used to be 50 years ago or even 20 years ago. Um, and so now, thanks to COVID, people working from home, um, entrepreneurship is a real thing. Um, and unlike it, you know, 50 years ago, it wasn't really you know, as popular as what it is now. And so people uh, are starting to wake up to the fact that, you know, they can actually build financial independence for themselves through entrepreneurship and business. Um, and so this is a really important trend for us to keep an eye on, right? So uh, will it reach South Africa? I hope it does. Don't know when it will. Um, but if it does, you know, it's it's all about economic contribution at the end of the day. So the more small businesses around the world in any market, any country we can create, the better off everybody will be, right? It's the number one driver of economic growth is small businesses. So 
Um, if you can create 100,000 small businesses or a million small businesses, well, then why wouldn't you do that? I mean, that's just an amazing, uh, po- amazingly positive thing. Um, so will it reach South Africa? I hope it does. Uh, so this next one here is from Manish. Why was an exit plan important to you when you started your business? Thanks, Manish. Um, so I always believe that you should um, start with the end in mind. So what I mean by the end is what happens if you are successful and uh, will and and what steps and actions do you need to take now when it comes to building your business, right? So in other words, if you have a business that somehow gets out of survival stage and let's just say that it's three years old um, and you decide now in year three that you want to sell, what steps should you have taken in year one to make sure that that was possible in year three? Because if you haven't taken those appropriate steps, what that typically means is that you aren't able to sell your business at all. So now you're stuck. Now you've got to wait another year or two. Um, and when markets move as fast as they do now, um, it's very um, risky to not have the choice to sell at a given point in time. So that's why an exit plan, essentially a process of selling your business, uh, is essential from day one. It will also help you to build a better business. And that's a really key objective. You want to build the strongest business possible from day one. And I love choice. If I don't have choice as an entrepreneur, like that really uh, fucks with my shit. Like I have to have choice. I don't like being backed into a corner and having no choice. Um, And so an exit plan will give you the choices that you need um, so that you can make the right decision for yourself at any given point in time. You know, life shit happens. Um, and so if you need to, you know, let's just say sell your business at any given point in time, like I'm immigrating to the US, for instance, uh, from South Africa. And so I needed to sell, right? So that was my motivation. But if, um, you know, I wasn't planning on have on moving to the US, it just kind of happened. Um, and so I need to take advantage of that opportunity. Um, and so the business was ready to sell. And so I sold Now, if I hadn't have packaged the business as a sellable asset, I wouldn't have had the choice to sell when I needed to sell, which means I may have missed out on the opportunity to move to the US anyway. So this is the idea, right? It's about creating choice and freedom for yourself and ultimately, um, you know, giving you the opportunity to secure the best outcome for you personally. So there you go, guys. Thank you for all your questions. If you'd like to ask more questions, hit them up below. I'd love to hear from you. What's keeping you up at night? What are you struggling with in your business? I'd love to hear from you. And don't forget to hit that like uh, button, comment, and subscribe. Uh, It would be great to keep this community growth growing. So thank you so much. See you again soon. Ciao. Hi there, guys, and thank you so much for checking out The Matt Brown Show. If you want more content like this, head on over to YouTube where you can catch my Million Dollar Principles channel and more interviews on The Matt Brown Show YouTube channel. Get weekly thought pieces and advice and so, so, so much more. And don't forget to like and subscribe for more Matt Brown Show episodes.
Ever wanted to become a best-selling author? Well, I'm in the influence business and I work with business owners and CEOs and business leaders to help them scale their influence. And we do this as a team by helping you to become a best-selling author, sought-after speaker and industry influencer in only 30 days. My team and I have developed a system that delivers a best-selling book and a launch campaign 300% faster and 50% less cost than anyone else in North America. This system is incredibly efficient. One of my clients Haiku went from a 2% share of voice globally to an 11% share of voice globally in only seven days. If you'd like more information, head on over to showworksmedia.com for more. That is showworks with an X.com.